All right. Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years, and each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. All of the PSI classes are designed to support you in your own personal transformation as you create the life of your dreams. Now, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about our classes as well as the dates and locations for upcoming courses. Again, that's psiseminars.com. So now our topic for the call tonight is balance. Finding balance can be particularly challenging during the holiday season, and tonight we'll be discussing ways to create more balance in your life, both personally and professionally. We have uh, hundreds of people here on the line, and we will get to as many questions as we can during the next hour. At first, I would like to introduce your speaker for this evening. Uh, Ms. Teresa Corbett, she attended the basic seminar back in 1991 and has been working for PSI seminars for over 20 years now. She is currently the area director in Las Vegas, which is one of the longest running PSI city offices. Teresa also instructs the PLD 90-day goal achieving program, as well as training other PLD instructors. She has been a coach and mentor to thousands. She's an amazing human being. I'm honored to be able to call her a friend, and she's absolutely the best person I can think of to speak on this topic tonight. So, Teresa, are you there? I am, Kat. Thank you very much. Well, we're excited to have you here tonight with us. Well, thank you. Are we ready to get started? We are. Okay. So tonight, as Kat said, we are going to talk about the topic of balance. So what is your definition of balance? Because what we're going to be doing this evening is working with a little bit def- a little bit different definition than maybe what you're thinking balance is. So we're going to work with the idea that balance is growing and stretching ourselves in all areas of our life. Balance is not sacrificing one area in your life to grow in another. It is about all areas becoming stronger with bigger results. And I personally believe that you would not be listening to this call tonight if you were not committed to more, bigger, better, different in your life. The first thing that I would like for you to take a look at is where in your life Are you saying you want more balance, yet you are really about being in control or you have a fear of being out of control? Because that gets in the way of you having more balance in your life. Sometimes we are more committed to being right versus happy. I have to be willing to let go of what it is, of what is right now in my life, to actually have more of what I say that I want. Balance is being in motion, which means being out of balance, out of control. I'm going to be in new territory when I allow myself to be in motion heading toward a goal. So things could get out of balance before it gets back in balance in a lot of areas where you are seeking growth. In the basic seminar, we work with a concept called the peace of mind square, where you are asked as a new student to rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 in the following areas. On the physical side in your life, where would you rate yourself? on a score of 1 to 10. On the emotional side, a score of 1 to 10. On the mental wealth side, a score of 1 to 10. And on the spiritual side, the giving side, 
where would you rate yourself on a score of 1 to 10? Would you even have a square? Would some sides be more equal? Would one side be way out? Because chances are they're not going to be equal. So with this model, we ask you to set a goal on the weakest side of the square. So say on the physical side, maybe your goal is better health, less stress. On the emotional side, maybe spending quality time with your family and time for yourself. The mental side, you have a goal to learn a new skill, which could actually translate to more liberty or money for you. And lastly, the spiritual side. You set a goal to contribute maybe time to a charity of your choice. And what we would ask you to do, and I'm asking you on this call tonight, is to get into action. Because... When you're doing something new, you're going to be a little off balance. However, with practice, you're going to start to see some pretty amazing results. Now, some of you on this call might be saying, I'm too busy to set goals. Well, what I want you to think about for a moment is, what are you telling yourself in the world? I'm too busy to have more in my life whether it be better relationships, better health, better liberty. How about let's change that conversation to changing it to something like, I'm living my vision, my dream. Because with the holidays upon us, how can we balance all the extras of the season? All of the feelings of shoulds versus wants. For those of you who have attended the basic seminar, you could use the simple tool of setting SMART goals for the day, the week, the month, or the holiday season that serve you and take a look at what it is that you want versus what you think other people will think of you. Because the truth is, is that there is someone out there that will support you in your choices, just like there's someone out there that will criticize you. What you should have done, what you could have done, versus if you could stay the course and practice balancing your priorities for the day, the week, the month, the season, the priorities that are important to you, what would be different in the new year? How about practicing the three ways of listening during the holidays? For those of you that are not familiar with this tool, I'm referring to agree, disagree, or to simply be here now with another human being. So what do you think the best choice is over the holidays? Of course, it's be here now. Sometimes that requires us to put our judgment aside and to simply listen to your children, your husband, your wife, your parent, your friends. How about over the holidays to create more balance in your life, you use a technique called the relaxation cycle because that relaxation cycle could be used to calm your mind, to focus on the task at hand versus thinking about what is next or to reduce the stress in your life. You could use the tool called the screen of the mind to picture the perfect end result. Maybe it's the perfect end result of a meeting, or maybe simply the perfect end result of a family dinner. Because over the holidays, just a family dinner can be very stressful. There are so many solutions that are available to you. Maybe you might want to consider time blocking. You look at the time available to you and you plan how you will use it. What do you think time blocking will create for you? Results, plain and simple. You will have the opportunity to see what you really do with your time. How many of you sometimes look up 
and the clock has ticked away hour after hour after hour, and you see, see that you have gotten nothing accomplished. Well, in blocking your time, you get to plan the best use of your time. So when you're blocking your time, you get to ask yourself, does this support my goals, the balance that I want in my life? And with blocking your time, you will actually minimize your stress that you have because you actually have a plan of action. And if you follow this plan of action, you will create so many different results. Think about in your business world. What if in your business world you actually had your priorities for the day set the day before? So that when you actually came into work, that you actually did the number one priority when it's first thing in the morning and you're fresh and you're mentally clear. Maybe think about it for those of you that are business owners. What is the number one most profitable activity that I could do today? And what would be different in your life if you actually did it? How many of us know what our top priority is in our life, yet we don't do it because other things, other tasky things, other things not as important or have the same amount of emphasis on making our business work do we get involved in versus if we just decide that we are choosing what we're going to do first and then don't do anything else until we actually do and complete that, what would be different in our life? Because there's many people in the world that believe that if you do the most important things first every day, the rest will just happen. Have you ever thought about that? That once you get focused and clear on what it is that you want, other things, other people just line up behind you. So of you... Some of you do not actually move forward because you are simply getting ready to get ready. It's what I call analysis paralysis. Balance, again, is not about perfection. It is about being in motion. So I want you to think about where are you out of balance in your life? Where do you want to be more effective in your life? Who could support you in being more effective? Who could support you in your goals, in your dreams? Who could support you in being more in balance, supporting you and saying, hey, this is what you said you wanted more of versus what are you doing here? Because we are not meant to achieve our goals alone. It is easier and more fun with a team. So let's think about what is the definition of a team. Together we achieve more. So I'd like for you to think about who is on your team right now? Do they even know your goals? What if you focused on your strengths and then let others focus on the things that you think are your weaknesses? As it may actually be their strengths. Because it would actually take courage and confidence for you to step up and say, could I get some support in this area? Because you could actually be growing yourself and supporting other people by leading by example. Because it is not about doing this alone. So, as an example, where in your life are you having the either-or thinking versus the and thinking? As an example, 
Is spending more quality time with your children a goal? Because a simple solution could be doing some fun activities and you having a goal for better health. You could be doing two things at once to create more balance. You could play kickball with your kids. You could run around and play tag. There is so many solutions to doing more than one thing at a time. Yet what we have a tendency to do is to just get single focused. I can either do this or do that. So if I want to get somewhere that I'm not currently at, I have to be willing to let go of doing it my way and be open to all the possibilities that there is to get there. So I want to challenge you to take a look at where are you at and where do you want to go? I want you to think about it as if you are reading a map of where you are and where you want to go. Because you may have to take a detour if the road is closed, or you may have to make adjustments along the way. However, if you follow the map and you have a plan of action, you'll get there. The other analogy that I will use around an automobile is is thinking about how do you take care of your vehicle? Because your you could have the most beautiful, gorgeous, very expensive vehicle that you just absolutely love and cherish. However, if you do not take care of it and it gets out of alignment and out of balance, the first thing that could happen could be very small. And then if you keep ignoring it and ignoring it and ignoring it, before you know it, there's all kinds of pieces and parts of your automobile that is not working at its best potential. So we as human beings are like that vehicle. We have to have a tune-up. We have to keep readjusting our roadmap to success. We are going to get out of balance. We are going to have challenges along the way. Sometimes we'll completely forget about a goal and be focused on another goal. That's why it's so important to have support in your life. Because If you are willing to explore new territory, to ask for support, to to take a new and different course of action, I believe that you will be successful. We tune up our vehicles. We We have to take a moment and assess where we are in our roadmap to success. We have to balance what it is that we say that we really want versus what we're doing sometime. Just like with our vehicle, we may have to give it up for a few days for a tune-up for it to be the biggest and the best again on the road. Just like we sometimes have to take a break and reflect and not be so hard on ourselves and take a look at where we have moved in our life. Because I believe that sometimes we can be masters of denial. We say that we want to take a look at where we're at. And we really, really, really do want to take a look at where we're at. However, I believe that it is an excellent idea to get support in this journey. In this journey of balancing our lives. Because it really is a journey of taking consistent, committed action with the support of others. It's always more fun to share the journey with other people. You are not in this alone. Because there's other people out there who have been practicing with balancing their life, have practiced with what works and what doesn't work. So if you just keep going, keep being in action, keep being in motion, the balance will come to you. The balance is there. However, it's not going to be a perfect balance. 
maybe on your physical side, you're going to be on track this week and next week you're off. Maybe on your spending quality time with your family, you have a big work project and you spend less time with your family in a week. Maybe the holidays cause you to not focus on that new skill. However, there is time for contribution. You might be way in up there in the world of contribution during the holidays. You may really experience some true giving. And through that giving, it's the key to all the other areas working. So it is a constant struggle, a constant battle. However, it is worth the journey. And that's what you have to be clear about is that balance is not a destination. It is a journey of growth. And it does take your personal excellence to get there. And Kat, that about wraps up what I have to say. Wonderful, Teresa. Thank you for all of your insights on balance. Uh, Really some good tools on how to create more balance in your life. So next we have some questions. Oh, I'll be happy to take them. Great. Uh, So we have a gal here from Oakland uh, who wants to know how you achieve balance with all similar priorities. You know, so it's kind of a question, how how do you prioritize when everything seems equally important? Well, I would say that I take a look at what are the top ten things that I want to accomplish this day, this week, this month, and then what can I do today? What is the most important thing for me to do today? Because the truth is we may say that all of these things are important, that they're all a priority, and they are. However, at certain times on certain days, certain things are more important. Because as an example, Over the holidays, it makes me think about time with family and friends. And, you know, I could work 24-7, and then at the end of my life, is that what I want to be known for? Or do I want to be known for the person that took that extra 5, 10, 15 minutes with my family or be with a friend in need or to help my child with homework? So, I'm going to suggest that in our life, there is some things that are bigger priorities than others. Yes, we want to be successful. Yes, we want to have a huge, great relationship, great careers. We want to be in the best physical shape. However, I'm going to say that certain things take priority. And if you follow your heart, you will know What is the thing to do in this moment in time? Next question. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, indeed, Teresa. Follow your heart. Uh, So next question. Uh, How do I find balance in life? I seem to forget, uh, be forgetful, follow up on emails with people, and my mind is usually scattered, and I feel unbalanced both in my personal and professional life. So it's the question about being, you know, more focused. Well, I would say that one of the things that that I did briefly touch on is um, how do you calm down? Because, see, a lot of us think in life that we need to slow down, and I'm going to suggest that it's more a matter of calming down, that when you calm down and focus, One of the tools of the basic seminar is what's called the relaxation cycle to where you just calm down and focus on the perfect end result, what it is that you want to have happen. The other thing that could support you is actually setting aside time to do the things that you want to do, making a list the night before, and then actually checking it off when you've accomplish the things because sometimes we beat ourselves up because we didn't accomplish everything versus getting eight out of ten things accomplished. I've had a great day. Next question. Next one is 
I, uh, she says, I'm struggling balancing being a single mom to teenagers, building a business, giving time to myself and the community. How can I get to a win-win situation for everyone involved? Sometimes it is about thinking outside the nine dots or thinking outside the box or thinking outside of what's normal, reasonable for you. And one of the things that that you could do, like, for example, if you want to practice contribution, have you thought about what is something that you and your children could do together to practice contribution? Could you go to a food bank and um, work in the food bank? Could you go to a homeless shelter? Maybe you're a part of a church. How could you contribute to your church? Maybe you could serve food to the homeless. Maybe you, you could make sandwiches in your own home and go out and feed the homeless. There's so many ways that we can involve other people, and sometimes we just simply have not told other people what our goals are. And especially in family, most of the time our family wants to support us and they get excited about us and our goals and want us to get those goals. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we have another uh, question here from Phoenix. Um, so the question is, when I have balance, it's great. Uh, what I've noticed is when something new comes into my life, I don't know how to balance that plus everything else on my plate. So how to not get thrown off or uh, get balance thrown off when new things come in? Well, I think that that comes down to simply following your heart. Because we all have opportunities that come at us every single day. Some of us have blinders on and we never see them. Others of us get overwhelmed with all of these opportunities. And one of the things that I would suggest is to trust your gut. Because not everything is going to be the perfect fit for you at this moment in time. So allow yourself to trust your intuition trust your heart, and then take something new in. Uh, explore something new. It's like putting on a new pair of shoes and, and walk around in them and see if they fit. Because some of us think that expanding our plate means we keep having to add more and more and more and more and more to our plate. Sometimes adding to our plate is simply letting go of something else because something new, bigger and better, has come into our life. You know, there's another question that's similar to that. Um, so gal here in Las Vegas wants to know uh, what the best way to prioritize is and specifically how to differentiate the value of our own needs versus the needs of others. Well, again, I think that that comes down to what do I want to do versus what do I think I need to do? Because if you could start working in your life on or start exploring in your life the difference between want and need, I believe that you'll be more happy, more fulfilled when you're working with what you want versus what you need to do. Because following your heart on what you want to do is going to make you happier. And like I said earlier, there's always going to be someone on your team that's going to support you, and there's always going to be someone on your team that's going to criticize you, put you down for it. And it's just a matter of what are you going to listen to, what other people want for you or what you want for you, and what people do you surround yourself with. Do you surround yourself with people who say, go, 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 you are the greatest, you can do this, you're awesome, or do you surround yourself with naysayers? Something to take a look at. Yes, definitely important to surround yourself with people that support you in getting what you want. Uh, we have another question here from Sacramento. The question is, can you address balance? Um, as I've uh, got another single working mom here to an amazingly smart and very attached daughter. Uh, she wants to know, how do I manage the guilt of hiring help? Well, you know what? I would say that asking for help, 
I I personally don't use the word help so much as asking for support. And when I ask for support, I believe that it is a sign of strength versus weakness because I think it takes a big person to say, I need support, I don't want to do this alone, I would like support so that I can provide something bigger, better, more for my single child or being a single parent. And I also want to set an example that it is okay to ask for support. So I think it is a big leader of leaders role because as a single parent you're raising another leader of leaders so you can actually be a role model by asking for support you could be a role model by receiving support you could be a role model by giving support and you could teach your child to do those things along the way and again i'm a big component of practice 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 it might not be easy at first to ask for what you want and what you want might be support maybe what you want is a few minutes of peace and calm and quiet to collect your thoughts might not be easy however asking for what you want is a sign of strength so true uh we have a question here from denver I often feel worn out balancing my work projects, family, and personal goals. What are some ways in which I can balance them more effectively? And, if it, Teresa, if you could specifically talk about uh, time management here. Well, I, I believe that time management has to do with more of your thinking than your doing. Because if you're thinking, I'm woo busy, I'm woo busy, I'm woo busy, I don't have time for this, then that's what you will create is a lot more woo busy, woo busy, woo busy. Versus what if when I went to work, I focused on work. And then when it was time to leave work, I focused all of my efforts and energy on my family or my projects or cooking the best meal possible. Because I believe that if we're doing what I call playing to win in our lives, we get energy and excitement from being our best versus when you're in the struggle of it all, you don't give your best versus I did the best I could do at this moment in this day with this project, and that is the best of me for that particular time. Because some of us have difficulty switching. Like when we're at home, we're still thinking about work. Well, one of the tools that you could use is is stay in your car for a couple of extra minutes and just ground yourself before you enter into the next phase of your day to take a moment to be grateful for a job, to be grateful to be coming home to a family. Because when you approach things from, I did the best that I could possibly do, I have an attitude of gratitude that you will have more energy, and you can also do a cycle. You know, sometimes people take part of their lunch hour and do a relaxation cycle, and then that actually gives them more energy versus versus feeling drained at the end of the day. Because let's face it, most people, their work is secondary, and their first priority is their loved ones. So you could give all that you have to your loved ones and give all that you have to your work versus either or. Teresa, that is a powerful tool to be present with whatever it is that you're doing at the moment. Uh, Give your full attention. That works in all areas of life, doesn't it? Uh, We have a question here from L.A., and he says, I'm already so overwhelmed with all of my current obligations with work and school and family. How do I even begin to start taking action on my goal? Well, I think that comes down to um, sometimes our overwhelm list 
is what's important to other people versus what is important to you. So sometimes taking the time to take a look at what is on my list of to-dos and what is on my list of to-dos that supports me in my goal. And then sometimes for some people, the biggest thing that you can do to create more balance in your life is to say no. No, that doesn't work for me. No, I'm not available. And for some people, that is the toughest thing that you could ever say. However, it is the best solution to support you in creating more balance in your life. Because the more you say yes, the more people are going to give you to do. The more you say no, the clearer you are about choosing what's important to you. Because sometimes overwhelm is just simply what is it that is most important and let me do that first and then do something else second, third, fourth. And by the time you get to the 20th thing, someone's already handled it and you've moved on to next. Great. Anything uh, so else? Here, yes, we've got a couple more. So, um, oh, okay. Here's one. Uh, every year during the holidays, I feel like everything gets thrown out of balance and I'm not able to keep up with uh, my day-to-day job and getting everything that needs to get done. Uh, what are some tips for how to make it through? Make it through the holidays? Yeah. One of the things is breathe. I mean, I, I, sometimes breathing can be the best thing, is to take a deep breath and really calm yourself. Because the holidays, you've got to know that you know that there's only 24 hours in a day. And if your 24 hours in a day is already full besides the holidays, you've got to know that. You've got to expect that some things are going to get out of balance. And instead of beating yourself up about it, plan for it. Just be okay with and plan for I'm going to fall off the wagon around my sleep during the holidays because I have so many parties. I'm going to fall off the wagon around my eating plan because there's so much great food in the holidays. So don't beat yourself up. Acknowledge it and then get yourself back on track and be clear that the holidays are a time to celebrate. The holidays are a time to give and receive. So maybe the best gift you can give yourself is a break and to breathe and to not overcommit. Maybe, back to what I was saying earlier, maybe you have to say no to a holiday party. Maybe you have to get back to what is most important to me right now because maybe it's I need to stay home this evening. That's perfect. That leads right into this last question here. Um, She says, I have such a hard time saying no and uh, wants to know, like, everybody else seems to take precedent. I know I need to put myself first. And it just seems so difficult to tell someone no. Well, that is what I call a practice. It's a discipline and a practice. Because just saying no in the mirror, you might even feel bad and not able to look yourself in the mirror. And then to say no to someone that you care about. However, you might want to think about what is saying yes to this costing me. Because if you take a look at what is it costing you, remember that it takes courage to stand up for you and what matters to you. Because saying no could be the best thing that you could do for you and that relationship. Because you are taking care of you and you let go of any kind of resentment, any kind of judgment, any kind of negative feelings when you just simply say, no, that doesn't work. What works for me is this. 
What works for me is another time next week. So you don't have to say no like no, never, ever. It's no, not in this moment. Okay, okay. so um, I have I have one more question here. Um, I feel like I am out of control. How do I bring everything together so that I can create more balance? Well, chances are if you are feeling out of control, you do not have goals possibly, you're unclear on your priorities, maybe you have lost your roadmap altogether. And sometimes when we feel out of control, we have to go to what is it that I want in my life? And then we have to paint a picture like you have a blank canvas so that you ask yourself a couple of questions what do i want my life to look like not where it currently is what do i want it to look like so erase 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 what it currently is and let's focus on the picture of what it is that i want and then what are some things that i could do that would support me in getting more in balance. On my physical side, what could I do that would create more balance in my life? On my emotional side, which is perfect self-expression, how do I take time for myself? How do I communicate with the people around me? How do I resolve current and past conflict? What is it that's important to me on that emotional side? What is the picture of me communicating with my family, my friends, my coworkers, my clients? What is the picture? And then what is a goal that I could set for myself that creates more of that? And then go to the mental wealth liberty side of the square. What is it that I want to accomplish? I have one life to live. What kind of life do I want to live? What do I want to be doing? Who do I want to be doing it with? And then on the spiritual side, we are natural givers. So how in your life do you want to contribute to others? How in your life do you want to fill your cup up so that you could fill others' others' cup? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. To kind of get everything back in balance, you are going to have to get into action. Because when you're out of control, sometimes we're in what I call freeze. We just know things are spinning out of control versus remember that we talked about the definition of balance is to get in motion. And then it's going to work itself out. It does every single time. So, uh, Teresa, can you address um, some of the tools from uh, the basic that support that being an action part? So I know sometimes that can be uh, a struggle for people is to actually be, you know, start and to get into action when there's so much going on. Well, one of one of the tools is is to set a smart goal, and then when you set a goal that's specific, measurable, attainable, risky, and you set yourself a timeline, then you have a place to focus on. So you're actually taking action in a certain direction, and that direction is a certain goal. The other thing that you could work with is the three ways of listening. You can actually work with what am I hearing other people are doing and saying that could open up possibilities for me and to to do what I call choose and move. Pick something and go with it meaning this is what I heard today, this is what I learned today. It could be something like I learned to be patient. So from listening, that is a tool of the basic. 
The other tool in the basic that gets you moving in action is to actually use what we call the screen of the mind. What is the picture that you want to see of your accomplishments at the end of the day? To actually put that picture in your mind and then actually moving toward it. The other thing that's a tool of the basic is to just plain old get excited. Just to actually tell yourself, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Because you can have some positive I am's that work for you. The other thing is um, the workshop where you have assistants who actually come into your workshop and solve problems with you, for you. And you are open to many, 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 many more solutions with the support of others. The other thing in the basic seminar that we learn is that we're not in this world alone and that we do things with other people and to create the value of creating a support system and the value of practice. Because, see, I could tell you all of the tools that are available in the basic seminar. However, Kat, if you don't use those tools on a daily basis, those tools just sit in a nice shiny toolbox. I would suggest that you pick a tool, any tool, and start practicing and working with it over the next 30 days. And, of course, for anyone who has uh, uh, who is a graduate of the basic seminar can go back and re-audit the class and uh, reconnect, get a refresher on uh, those tools uh, to focus on taking some more action. So it's a great Absolutely. resource. Absolutely. Re-auditing the basic seminar is an excellent resource because when you took the basic seminar, you were in a certain place at a, in your life. Now you might be re-auditing the basic 30 days later or a year later, and what you will hear are the exact same tools. However, you may see lots of different areas that you can apply those tools. You might see how those tools can work in areas that you didn't see before because you were committed to hearing the tools of the basic versus sometimes we attend a class and the basic seminar is not about attending a class. It's about learning some tools and techniques, practicing with them, and then taking them into your daily life so that you use them every day for the rest of your life. So it's always great to come back for a tune-up. That's like what we were talking about earlier about balancing when your car gets out of balance, when you get out of balance. It's just another another tool, another resource to support you in getting back in balance. If If you're in overwhelm, and I were to tell you, go re-audit the basic seminar, that could send you spinning. However, it could be the best thing to get your life back in balance. That makes sense. So are there any other pieces that you would like to uh, wrap up the call with here? So we're coming near to the end of the call. Well, in wrapping up the call, I would like to leave you with a few points that I think are valuable that you could take away from this call. The first is, is what is your definition of balance? Are you being too tough on yourself? Are you being too strict? Versus what if your definition of balance, just check it out for the next 30 days or during the holiday season. What if your definition of balance was just simply being in motion? And another thing that you might want to think about taking away from this call is that you are not in this alone. There is so many other people that are like-minded that want more balance, more peace of mind in their life. So are you surrounding yourself with those people? Because they're out there. And are you following your heart? Because lots of times we know that we know and we don't follow our intuition. We don't follow our heart. And then during this holiday season, maybe focus on what is the picture that you want to create for yourself during this holiday season. How do you want your professional life to be during the holiday season? 
how do you want to be with your family? How do you want your family to be with you? Because I believe that the mind thinks in pictures, and if you were to actually picture the perfect end result as you go about this holiday season, you'll be amazed at the results that you will create. If you are truly committed to more peace of mind, i.e. balance in your life, continue with this work. Continue exploring, questioning, and discovering what's working and not working in your life so that you can be more effective. So for those of you that this makes sense to, the definition of balance, you're not in this alone. Surround yourself with other people. Follow your heart. Picture the end result. Get committed to continuing this work. Keep keep moving toward peace of mind, toward balance. Enroll in the basic seminar because that's a vehicle for you. Continue your journey with size seminars for those of you that are already a basic graduate and above. And I really and really and truly want you to make it an extraordinary life. And I wish for you this holiday season, my wish for you, is that your holidays are filled with love and laughter. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Teresa. This has been a great call. I mean, being able to have these tools, especially going into the holidays, uh, makes all the difference in the world. So uh, I appreciate you taking your time out uh, to teach tonight and to share with us your insights. And it's been awesome having you on the call. Well, you are most welcome. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope you enjoyed the call and that you now have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and your goals. Uh, You will definitely want to attend the call next month. It's scheduled for Tuesday, December 10th. And we will be exploring the concept of a first day, last day from the PSA Basic Seminar. So today is the first day of the rest of your life, isn't it? We'll be talking more about that in December. And you can register now at psiteleseminars.com. That is psiteleseminars.com. And remember to ask your questions when you register. Uh, We have so many people on the calls that uh, if you want your questions to get answered, you want to submit them in advance. You can also visit our Facebook page at facebook.com, PSI Seminars, and share your thoughts about the call. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on Facebook, and we love having your input there. We also have launched the PSA Seminars app. You can access the app for iPhone and Android on iTunes or Google Play. You can find out more about the upcoming classes, such as the PSA Basic Seminar, Sci 7 the Life Success Course, and the Leadership Classes. And for those of you who are new to PSA Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSA Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can also go to psiseminars.com. Dot com. That's PSISeminars.com. Again, thank you for being on the call tonight. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time out to listen in, and uh, have a great night. <laughs>